the Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, otherwise known as 3V, scans over 30 journals seeking out important papers on value. To save you time, 3V assesses this research to identify the implications for value-based healthcare and summarises them on our blogs and in our podcasts. My goodness, uh, urgent care is in a mess in England. Uh, And it's probably true that it's in a mess all over the world. In many countries, they've done a lot on trauma care. If you break your tibia, it's pretty clear what you need to do and where you need to go. And restructuring of trauma services has undoubtedly led to higher quality care, although, as an aside, we're not sure it's better value care. But urgent care is different because it's a much more complex problem. The people requiring urgent care have a whole set of needs and certainly not all those folks who end up at an A&E require the full panoply of hospital services and neither do those people who ring 99 have a healthcare problem, let alone one that needs an ambulance or, or, or actually one that needs urgent healthcare. It may be a social problem. So we're talking about a very complex problem with urgent care. This week's paper of the week comes from uh, the Journal of Health Economics and it's by Edward Pinchbeck. And in this paper, it's very interesting. He shows that uh, people make different choices if they have access to convenient primary care services. What he shows in this paper, and it's quite complicated, and it took me a while to work it out, is that if people have access to convenient, that's more or less drop-in local primary care services, they'll not go to A&E. It seems obvious, but actually it's pretty important. And the point is, people with urgent care have a range of different needs. And therefore, we have to take a systems approach towards urgent care. For instance, If you're young, aged 18 to 24, have depression, live near an A&E or a long way from a GP, you're more likely to attend A&E. And these are the sort of complex factors that we need to play in when we're thinking about redesigning an urgent care system. Systems are a set of interconnected activities with a shared aim. And in the case of urgent care, we could argue the shared aim is providing timely advice to to someone who believes they have an urgent health need. Timely advice to someone who believes they have an urgent health need. The trouble is we're actually focusing on something called the four-hour wait. We've assumed they need to be in A&E, we assume they need to be seen within four hours, and we also look, for instance, at ambulance response, response times. We're not really measuring what matters to people with an urgent care problem. And therefore, we have distortions. Indeed, whilst a lot of money is being invested in A&E departments, actually the spend in primary care, what Pinchbeck would say actually diverts people from A&E, has dropped from 9% of the NHS budget to 8%. We've also attempted to do things like put in walk-in centres and various other urgent care centres. But the excellent work by people like Martin Rowland at Cambridge have shown that this just increases demand. 
So we need to adopt good, solid systems thinking. Who is the population that we need to address? Well, it's all those people who believe they have an urgent care need or urgent health care need. What are the outcomes they want? Well, it's not just four hour wait. Sure, they don't want to wait too long in A&E, but it's actually timely access to advice for their urgent problem. And then obviously treatment if they need it. And we need to design a system and use resources across the complex uh, access routes to work out how we best uh, address the needs of this complex and disparate organisation. But measuring one target for our weight is not going to help us at all. If you want to stay informed about important developments in value-based healthcare, you can subscribe by joining our mailing list at www.3vh.org.